Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 5 o'clock here in the Bayou City. All right. Let's run over Venice, Louisiana way. Let's check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat this morning. Mike, good morning. What's up, man? Oh, I'm up here in God's country this morning. You in Madisonville? Yeah, I'm in Madisonville this morning. Yeah. A little warm up here, though. Oh, yeah. You're a long ways from Venice. Looks like you got some rain the other day, though. Bunch of it. In Venice? Yeah, look, was it yesterday or day before I was looking at radar? Man, all my days run together this time. I know. I didn't even pay no week, man. There wasn't nothing severe. We've been, I've got an alert from the line. Right. Electricity would have went off. So. Well, I know how parched you were, and I said, well, I hope you oh, get yeah. an inch or two out oh, of this. I can imagine. I can imagine what the grass will be like by the time I get back. So. Anyhow, it's all good. No, well, I mean, no, good. Found another piece of property we're trying to look at and see what we can figure out. And we're going to look at it again this morning and go from there. Yeah. Everything's so expensive. <laughs> yes, everything. Everything. So, other than that, I, you know, I. I really ain't got nothing to report on fishing. Me and you pretty much talked about it Thursday morning about what's going on down there. You know, for any new listeners, if you want to catch some showing up flounder fishing, come get you some. I, I can get you on some flounder right now. So, That's amazing how much how many flounder y'all catch in the middle of the summer like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It is. But That's not know, normal, it, is it? No. Well, it's not normal for the river to be green in June. <laughs> yeah. True. That is, you know, generally 1st of August in the July is when the river starts getting green. But, I mean, she went green. And I'm talking about the passes and everything. Because generally, you know, it's like last year during the football tournament, the river had went green. But the passes were still caught up in between it. And with them extreme tides and passes would get dirty. And, um... Uh, you know, just didn't have the clarity that you would in the river. But and it done the same thing when the river started getting green this year. But yeah. now, no, it's all just remarkable. I mean, it's good if I've ever seen it even in December, you know, when it really, really clean. But it's, it's crazy. I was throwing a spoon the other day, and I mean, that six foot, I could see that spoon sparkling down there. It's amazing. So, you know, that's like I told 
some guy was talking about bass fishing the other day. I said, I'll tell you what to do. You can get on this river and just go to back it up it. Throw a spoon, spin a bait or something. And they don't tell how many bass you're going to catch, and they don't tell how many rip fish you're going to catch. Right. You know, so. That's, that's fishing still, in Louisiana, man. I remember fishing yeah. them tournaments. We always caught a lot of bass, you know, with our you red bet. fish. You bet. You know, I've been catching. I catch one every day, but some days we'll catch four or five, you know. It's just according to where you're at. Mm-hmm. Right. Because them flounder and them bass, kind of like the same habitat for some reason. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and our fry, my God, well, I don't know what all it's hatched out. I mean, there's just amazing <laughs> much fry. I mean, you'll, you'll see a thousand seagulls, you know, in one stretch of a river or a bayou channel or whatever. And, I mean, I can't even see it hardly. But they're steadily diving on something. So, well, what them scrows do later than that? They lost three to two. I didn't stay I, up more. Imagine that. Imagine that. Hmm. But JP no, Prince, he got him another quality start. He did get up a home run the game. The first yeah, innings. He, <laughs> yeah, he's notorious for that. Who was that? Otani? No, it was... Uh, no, Otani's with Angels. Yeah, he's the Angels. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Mookie Betts. Hmm. That's the only thing I see with France is, you know, he's... He, well, he threw him three fastballs in a row, and uh, two of them were just off the outside corner, and the next one came in a little bit. It was on the outer third of the plate, and Mookie just said, well, I'll park this one in the left field bleachers. He did. Hmm. They're gonna have to start rolling. I know that. They showed up. Digging them. Digging them. Bond was playing first for uh, Abreu again. I guess Dusty's giving Abreu some more time off. Mm, I think uh, writing's on the wall there, bro. (laughs) Yeah, Abreu was. uh, He didn't look very happy standing there in the dugout. Uh, I think they're trying trading. But you got to hit the ball, man. I mean, twenty yeah, million know. a year. I expect better than a two twenty batting average out of somebody. Yes. Seriously. Yeah, yeah they say he's always a slow starter. Yuli should still be here. Yeah, well. And he was cheap. Yeah, that's true. And he was a vacuum cleaner at first, and I mean, he had an off year last year after you know winning the batting title the year before, but still. I mean, his off year, he was still batting. What did he bat last year, 270-something? Oh, yeah. At least. I wish we could get get a Abreu to doing that. Yep. Hindsight, 2020. Yep. Let's have to see how it plays out. Yeah, we got, you know, trade deadline coming up in July and all that, so I think there will be some movement going on. I did say they made a movement with some triple-A pitcher yesterday. Um, they seemed straight to Sugar Land, so they didn't trade nobody for him. It was money, I think. Yeah. But we'll see. I think we'll probably trade, get us another starter. 
mean, we oh, just, we've just sure. got so many injuries, man. I mean, oh. Jordan is it's killing us him not being in the lineup, and uh, and Brantley not being there, and then then our all of our what we've lost three starting pitchers. Golly. And I don't know why they don't just come on up and say what we're going to do with McCullers. I mean, what the deal is, they don't give nothing. They're keeping that hit so much. I know. Isn't that strange? Yeah, it is. Kind of reminds you of what's going on up in D.C. Yeah. (laughs) Sweep it under the rug. Yeah, no kidding. So, I'm going to be home a few more days, then head back and do the 4th of July. Family deal and boy, it's a big weekend for y'all down there. Oh yeah, yep, it surely is. So and well, that's for the whole, whole Gulf Coast, that's just a a big uh, yeah saltwater weekend. Yep. Yeah. So I just hope the weather plays out good for us. So. Yeah, me too. So. What's that big tournament y'all fish every year? Football. Yeah. That's the end of D-line. Right. So, and when's the Tarpon Rodeo? Uh, first weekend in August. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I knew those were the faux pas and the Tarpon Rodeo were close together like that. Yeah. All right. I've got here about some Tarpon. So, that's early for them. Right. You know, we had that calm stretch all up and down the coast. You know, late May and early June, there was quite a few tarpon caught in the Gulf. Y'all know, I can imagine. It laid out. A lot of guys yeah, going right. out there jumping four, five, six a day. Wow. That is good. But they're always a little earlier at y'all, for y'all than they are here. So. Depends on where they're coming from, you know. Right. right. You get a flow from the east you know we're florida and then the flow from the south are here up the coast so right. seems like venice is always where they all come together for a pretty good stretch where it's just yeah man it's crazy yes it is now the boys catching bait just offshore out there they've been talking about seeing them seeing them nothing big nothing big yet you know, right they can just show up any day so. They still catching tuna out of Venice too. Oh yeah, when the weather's right. They're back by noon. Yeah, that's pretty quick. Well, all them boys and them—it's them boys and them Freemans that are back because mm-hmm. they've got capability of keeping bait overnight on that right. boat. So you know, if they're out of bait coming in, they'll stop and get bait coming in for the next day. Right, well, they ain't got to stop out there and work two hours to catch bait you know it's uh i heard them on the radio the other morning they were just having a struggle and i know at nine o'clock i could still see some of them just sitting offshore out there trying to catch your bait but when you done got it on board and you leave at 5 30 in the morning you go and come back don't take long because the bite is stupid they say i mean it's pull up Load them up, turn around, come back, get your snapper, and come on home. That's yeah. good. Though. 
So other than that, that's all I got, Mick. Yeah, I I just got a text from a listener saying, you know, how they're uh, they're going to they're going to force East Coast charter fishermen to only go ten knots up to ninety miles offshore to save against whale strikes. Well, yeah, that's that's, run that by me again. You hadn't been hearing about that. I've been hearing about it for a few months now, but I just got a reminder from a listener about they're going to force East Coast charter fishermen to only go 10 knots up to 90 miles offshore to save against whale strikes while all these dead whales have been washing up on the beach all year, you know, due to uh, the green energy wind farms they're blaming it on. Really? Yeah. I ain't seen nothing about that. Yeah, there's... Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. So, uh, what about everybody (laughs) else that's running over 10 knots? Yeah. I don't know how they can just do it to charter boats. Seems like it'd be all boats. Yeah, I mean, what about ship traffic? Yeah. I would think that ship was more harmful to a whale than a charter boat. Yeah, I've even seen Oh, my God, where they come up. Where they come up with some of this. I know. We're going to regulate ourselves out of business, everybody. Yeah, you know, just like I watch. Kill all these small businesses. I'm going to ask one of them women that's for this, women in sports. They said, why do we have women's sports? Yeah, exactly. "What, What are you talking about? He said, simple question, why do we have women's sports? If you're going to let men beat with women, why do you got women's sports? Exactly. Just make it all sports, everybody. So, I just yeah. got a text from Scott Hickman. He said it's all boats. That's what I was thinking, too, not just charter. Huh. All uh, boats. It don't make no sense. I mean, we got a new wake zone there in the jump now. It's absolutely <laughs> no sense. Now they're going to mail us our tickets. They got monitoring system now oh monitoring run, system ticket in the mail you run, how about that you run through it you're gonna get a ticket in the mail there's like always red light cameras man yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well they chased the boat scott said that's gonna be people. proposed for the east gulf too that's over your way yeah <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you better lay off, bro. Yeah, well, he knows, man. He's into all that lobbying stuff and everything he, up there. I know he is. He's neck deep in that stuff. And bureaucracy. Get up there and, <laughs> and do you some of that lobbying. Can't we all just shut up and fish, you know? I yeah, mean, no kidding. On, man. Oh, uh, well. How are you going to monitor to that much water? <laughs> you know, come on. That's. Have they got proof of a boat killing a whale? I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's like you take Florida. When I was fishing in bass tournaments down there in Florida, in uh, manatees. Right. Them things are scarred all up with prop scores. Well, I tell you, when we were fishing them tournaments over in Florida, I said, man, is there anybody in Florida that hadn't run over a manatee? We'd yeah. look at all the wounds and scars all over those, all that blubber on them. I'm going, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
prop marks. I'm going, geez, looks like a 30 year old great white has been fighting his prey all his life, you know, scarred right. battle wounds. All right, Mike, I got a roll, buddy. If somebody wants to call you back coming over to Venice and, uh, getting in on it, how do they do it? 832-338-9376. Catch us on the web at RJ Hunt and Fishing. And I uh, wish right. we could could stay away from politics but some mornings we just it, it's it it it's just it's involved in everything <laughs> now <laughs> all right mickey y'all have a good weekend all right i'm getting emails and texts from everywhere on uh hunter's rights and fishermen and it's it's just crazy we'll see you buddy <laughs> later later man <laughs> all right that's captain mike jeff Cote over in venice louisiana and I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Tech City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's from their tanks to your live well. That bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out on display firsthand there at the store. Or if you need more info, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And when you're by the store, check out all their wild-caught gulf seafood. If you're looking for the big 9-12-count gulf shrimp, they've always got them. Great availability, great pricing. They're still uh, hanging in there with crawfish season two. They've got uh, plenty of those. And not to mention all the other quality baits you need to make your fishing trip a success. Go to boydsonestop.com, call 409-945-4001, and when you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. It's 522 here in the Bayou City. Let's uh, run down to G-Town now. Let's check in with Captain James Plog, see what he's up to this morning. Good morning, James. What's going on down there, man? What's up, Nick? What's happening, buddy? What's going on? 
nothing. Watch the wind try to puff up a little bit right now. Yeah, it was a little puffy when I walked out my door this morning. Due yeah, south. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, it looks about due south. Maybe touch a west, but not. <clears throat> yeah, it was starting it to swing hard, a little but, more west when you know I got on air over here. So. Yeah, it uh, it stayed calm. Yeah, it's blowing pretty good now. It it was calm like most of the day yesterday. We got it in the afternoon, but that's the first day I've seen it like that. Usually, it's like this, and then when that sun comes up. It, it the wind comes with it, right? And then it, and it'll light die for just a little bit, you know, maybe for an hour, like about, about ten o'clock or something, and for a little bit, and then then she comes for sure to true south, and then it starts humping pretty good. That seems to be the pattern, right? But yeah, it's picking up just while I'm talking to you right here, but it don't matter to me because I ain't going. And the tide's super low. Man, these tides are getting low at night, bro. They are. That's a that's a strong outgoing during the night, and it. Uh, man, I just hate starting a day off with a, you know, super low tide like that. You know, I don't mind it in the winter because that's what you expect. Fish are adapted to it. Right. But, this time of year is tough. Yeah, it is. It uh, in them in the the tide chart, you know, because I'm pay a little bit of attention to it you can almost throw it out the window so i come in whatever day it was yesterday day before i don't remember what day it was and anyway it's like three o'clock in the high tide i want to say it i think i was using poor bolivar i may have been using texas city I may have been using texas city channel and it was like whatever it was 11 or you know something you know and then it's then it's it doesn't stand high very long and then it turns around and smokes out yeah. And I come to my house at three o'clock, no old buoys, no way no buoys coming to my house. They laid over with the current still running in. Looked like a river running around them. You know, it wasn't like it was just eking and fixing to turn out. I mean, it was smoking coming <laughs> it in. It was smoking. Yeah, and I guess it's just because it's getting so low at night. It's like a negative three or four or two or whatever it is at nighttime. <clears throat> so it gets really low. And we're catching some fish, Wade, Mickey. It's, uh, you know, we talked about it yesterday. It, it, it's not great. It's pretty cool when they bite, but it's right in the middle of the day, and you know, we're catching everything, Wade. And, uh, and then when they bite, they bite. And then it, you know, it's a little old spot that nobody fools with, and there's quite a few fish. Well, that's <laughs> and, why there's fish there, because nobody fishes there. Well, you know, we were talking about that yesterday. A lot of, you know, a lot of these places that, you know, I've just been lucky enough to stumble on. It's just this got some fish. I can't say there's no massive schools of fish there, but it's got some fish. Right. There just ain't nobody fishing. In all the places that we spent years and years and years fishing, that we had fish to catch in south and southwest winds. And that's what's funny. You and I were talking about yesterday. It's you know, we fished in adverse southwest winds for our whole life. It ain't like it just started blowing out of the southwest in the summer. Nah, it's been doing this as long as I've been around. You and I both, you know. I was a kid, and you and I were fishing all these places. Man, we would catch them good. And it wasn't a, a I'm not going to take you because it's too windy or messed up. Now there's, there's not many fish. So, you know, I said, look, guys. You know, I I ain't got nothing for this win. I got nothing for it. So, you know, 
mean, I'm sure somebody's killing them. Oh, we got to preface that. Somebody makes some kind of video. I know somebody's probably catching them somewhere. But, <laughs> you know, if you live by five million people, somebody's catching them somewhere, you know. They may be catching them on that bait out there at A-Lease and all that stuff like that. <clears throat> but I still think a lot of them guys are having a tough time, too. They are. But, but when they bite, you know, they were biting. One of my guys, I got everybody lined up, man. And I said, hey, man, I told Ty, my guy, I said, hey, man, this grandpa's over with, man. I mean, you got to bang this thing. They're biting. I mean, if you keep getting it, you get three or four bites of calf. I mean, they were biting. Right. There's no mullets. There's no nothing. You just got lucky and walked into this little spot. And I did it two days in a row. And they're just fish. There ain't nothing, no big ones. But, you know, there's not a lot of little ones. I mean, if you, you're trying to kill a bunch of fish, <clears throat> you know, they're all keepers. 17, 18 inch fish. You might catch one 20 inches, maybe. Yeah. But that little old gig's pretty good. But, man, I spend a whole lot of time, nothing or one or two, you know, right. in all kind of places getting out. So, you know, it's not terrible, but not, not stellar. I don't think you just roll out there anywhere and go get them. No. Um, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, in the water's kind of funny. Uh, on the low tide, it's, it's decent, like in the mornings, and man, when that tide goes ripping, well, it blows in so hard. It we have so much silt on the bottom of this bay now, you know, from all the issues we've had that uh, it just it messes the water up big time. It might. Hey, and something else I saw. This is one of the places, places I'm fishing. You know, they're kind of close to the Intercoast Canal, and uh, man, the toes come through there, and the tide's so low, they're churning all that up. Right, and now the wind starts blowing. It blows all that. I almost didn't fish a place the other day. I said, "Man, this water's terrible, man." Huh. Kind of see where, man. This is all getting blown over here. But I guess the whole thing's dirty. Well, I've got to a point where it had quit blowing that intercoastal mud. You know, it kind of stopped. And I said, "Look at this. This water here is fishable. It was rough, real rough, but it was fishable. But you go like <laughs> ten yards behind me, it was mud. You know." Because it's so low, you know, they're coming the currents, you know, smoking. So them, them, them toes are fucking that current. That There ain't no water in intercoastal. It just turns everything to mud. So I don't know why, you know, in the mullets, you know, earlier in May, when we talked about it, I mean, if it looked good, it was good. Boy, the mullets was wrapped in, shrimps and shad and all that. Man, you don't see nothing right now. I don't. I mean, you might see a mullet. You might see some little old shads flip around. But right. ain't nothing to Ain't nothing to tell you nothing's there. No. Well, you know, you were talking Damn. about, you know, catching them on the southwest wind. And back when we had a lot of fish, I remember I, I could always depend on anywhere I wanted to fish on the channel. I mean, you'd go out there and work slicks. It was like working birds and catching, you know, really solid fish. And, uh, you know, I remember going over to East Bay, southwest wind blowing, incoming tide. That bay was a mud hole, and there were so many fish on those reefs over there. I mean, we'd, we'd throw a Hollywood root beer, you know, shrimp tail with a fire tail on it with a quarter-ounce jig head and, and catch six, seven, eight-pound trout all day long working slicks over there, just, you know, every reef in that bay. Yeah, it makes a difference. Chocolate milk water. You know, 
it's amazing what they'll bite in and what they'll do when there's a bunch of them, ain't it? <laughs> you got a lot of fish, you can just throw a lure in the water and it don't it don't have to be clear. Yeah. I mean it just yeah, not, it is what yeah, it no, is. They just have to be there. That's so, it. I mean that's right. He he ain't gonna starve because his water's dirty, but like you said well, I never met anybody that actually <laughs> caught fish when they weren't on fish. You, it, it's kind of hard, ain't it? <laughs> it's kind of hey, hard. It's no, it's no matter. I tell Cameron, we talk about that all the time. It don't matter if you're a snapper guru, trout guru, tarpon guru, blue balling guru. You can have the best boat, best equipment, best everything, be rigged better than everybody else. And if you ain't where no fish are in, it doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. Got to be on them to catch them. Yeah. Now, the little ones, man, you know, there's – there's places I can go. You can line up on them in twelve to fourteen inches, just till you don't want to. You can't reel no more, man. But the flippers, hey, I saw something. I didn't tell you this yesterday, so we're fishing, and we walk into some fish, and they're little. We did catch four or five <laughs> legal trout there, but I see them porpoise way out there, them bottlenose. I see them. They're out there. They're like way out there. They're like blowing holes in the water and playing whatever they're doing. And we hooked three or four fish. And these things were like out there. In a matter of about two minutes, they're all right next to us. All over you. As soon as we started catching them fish. I mean, they're like way out there. Because I I know it's them because I quit seeing all that splashing and stuff out there. And they went away. I just figured they're gone. We caught whatever we caught. Three or four of them little trout. Might have had one keeper or whatever. And, dude, here they are, right there between us. And they're happy. It's breakfast time, and what do y'all got for us? They just swim around us. Yeah. They didn't bother the fish. I mean, not that, you know, they were pencils anyway, but the fish, they didn't care. But but those, those, we didn't used to have none of that here. You remember that. The last three or four or five years, them dudes getting dialed in on these little old trouts, and if you start catching them, they're coming. Oh, yeah. Reminds you of. The way it used to be, well, it's still like that, but, you know, about the only place you saw that, you know, that prevalent was uh, Rockport area, you know, all down that's that the first, way. Exactly. That's the only place I ever saw it was down there. Yeah, well, it's POC, Matagorda, you know, Galveston. It's uh, the, uh, the ocean fish fisheries definitely uh, made a comeback, especially with, with uh, fish like that. Hey, let me I'm knock this break out, James. I'll come right back yeah. at you. Hang on, buddy. Yeah, go ahead, bro. All right. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. Quick break. Right back. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. 536 here in the Bayou City. Let's go back and talk some more with JP. All right, James, we're back, man. Hello, buddy. Got some little old sand trouts milling around down here, popping something. <laughs> I may throw me a top water out there four or five times, see if I can get me a bite here, man. Sandies. But, Mickey, most of what we're catching, uh, I was thinking about, I don't know why, I guess I was, I was watching some of Jay's. <clears throat> and, you know, we don't have a, you know, I don't have a top water bite. You may get a bite but to go searching around with the top water see if you can get bit see if there's any fish there probably ain't too good right now right um, but you know my standard deal has been the little uh you know the little uh shrimp colored sea shad the bass assassin 
and either that clear little sparkle, little John, if the water's good, and then, you know, when it goes bad, you know, Mickey's special, that purple little John. But the biggest thing is, man, is he's you got to – you gotta get your jig heads right, and I was thinking about that. That's the Jay biggest was, key to what we dude, do is is jig head weight and application. Is the weight? Yes. And I looked at Bud, um, this guy fishing with me, and he's real grandpaish. And he hang. I said, "Man, Bud, you gotta quit hanging up, dude. We're fishing right there." Well, I got the same size head on. Well, I rigged him up, but he had broke off. I said, Man, let me see that head. He's got a head on there I go snapper fishing with. I said, man, this ain't no good, dude. <laughs> Gumballer, man. <laughs> and, you know, you can't do that. So you got to get, you know, I watch guys. You can look at their reel. I always look at their reel. They either got a World War II Corrado or whatever they have to the, the ratio. And I ain't telling you nothing you don't know. It's just you and I talking. And you, you can watch the way they fish. You say, okay, this guy needs like a little John with Probably he fishes pretty fast, probably a 16-ounce pro elite because he's, you know, he bangs it pretty good. And you got your grandpa's. No, he I mean, he needs an eighth-ounce, you know, right. pro elite. And your grandpa's grandpa need a 16th. Exactly, exactly. The problem they, that, then the problem you run into there is they can't reach fish because they can't cast it far enough. Well, that's, a, that's an issue too. Uh, but I would rather have, and I, I said, well, we just ain't going very far, so look, I'd rather you just, like, put some lead in there because hung on that bottom, you 100% ain't going to get nothing. You're not going to get nothing. But it's important, either boat fishing, to, and, and you and I pay a lot of attention to jig head size, types. Everybody's jig that's, head is That's the biggest different. part of it. It's not the bait itself. It's the jig head. A hundred percent, buddy. A hundred percent. So that's something, you know, it, I'm, it, I'm a big different applications for different baits you know like a like a little john you want the lightest head possible you can fish it with for the depth of water again because that bait the sink rate on it's twice as fast as a paddle tail or something else it takes longer to get down a hundred percent in a bass assassin you need to go up a little bit of size because that plastic tends to float it's more booing and yeah like a uh like a big bass assassin rat tail you want to you know, if you're fishing out of the boat, a quarter ounce is it. But uh, weighting an eighth ounce is, is real uh, adequate. And, every, you know, and, and this is something that is hard to real. Everybody's head is different. You and I are bass assassin guys. I like some of Jay's heads, too. I use them a lot in the wintertime. Yeah, I like Jay's heads. Bass assassin's my favorite, the pro elite heads, naturally. But That's my favorite. You know, for customers, I think the old – the regular old round gumball Paul Penny type heads with a gold, uh, you know, wide gap hook in them, whether it's a three-aught or a four-aught, customers can stay in contact with their lure better because that rounder head, you know, grabs more water as they're working that bait back to them. They, it's, it's like it keeps their line tighter. They can stay in contact better. You know, me and you, we're throwing a pro elite out of the boat, a 16th, and, uh, if we do get a little slack in our line on sink rates and everything else, we know when the fish picked it up because we're just, oh, you know, we're that 100%. good and we have that feel, you know, we know it. And the average Joe doesn't. The, the little Paul Penny member, well, I know you still have some on it. There's nowhere to even get them anymore. But that little, the, the little three sixteenths, that little one that he made, man, that was a killer. 
and and I'm like you, I like the littler hooks. All these big old giant wide gap honking things. I don't like them hooks like that. I like no. them little hooks. I do too. I think you catch more fish, man. I think so too. But well, just I to help when they, people, when they suck it in, they don't feel it as as much as they do with those bigger, you know, giant hooks and all that stuff. They it feels more natural to them that therefore you got time to set the hook before they spit it out. You know, well, get they rid get of rid of it. Yeah. Right. But that's something for people to pay attention to, you know, just, man, I can throw really far with this bait. Yeah, but, dude, now you're having to wind too fast to keep it off the bottom. If you don't wind fast, you're on the bottom. You can't even rock an orange spot right there. And you got to size up your gear ratios. I'm pretty much a, you know, six to one ratio guy. Always have been. Five to one's too slow for me unless in the wintertime you're throwing corkies or mirror lures or something. But, uh, for the most part, a six. What are most of those thirteen? Six point six to one, and then you Mickey, got some have, seven to ones and all that. And, yeah, I have both. And Mike send me because I'm like you when I get current, especially at this time of year when the current or something. So I got six. I guess they're six two to ones or whatever they are. They're six something, and then I got the seven whatever they are. To yeah. one. I got both. And it just depends on the day, just like you. Hey, man, this current smoking. I need to slow it down a little bit. And then I'll change. <clears throat> but I think you're right, though. For most people, I guess the, the something in the sixes was pro- is probably better. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I had something I had one time. I bought it. And, man, it was like some high speed, dude. Like if you hooked one, a pencil, well, you jerk his head off. Wasn't or somebody that made a reel called the president way back in the day that was like a 10-to-1 ratio? Remember that? It, it would pull their eyeballs out. And, and you <laughs> really had to, running that. <laughs> no, and you really had to grant you had to slow yourself down. Yeah. When I slow down that bad, now my my natural or what you and I how we work bait now that's gone out the window because I yeah see that so messes slow. me up. I just stick with I just dance with the one that brung me, man. I stick with what I'm, you know, capable with, and you know that six to one ratio just fits my my presentation the way I've always worked baits, whether I'm throwing top waters, you know, crank baits, jigs, whatever. Yeah. It, these these fish have been biting on kind of that damn Bailey technique. You just throw it, you kind of flatline that rod, but then you got to bump it. You know what I'm saying? Your tip never comes up. You're just bumping it, flooding it. Yeah. And it's hard for my guys to do because it's hard on me. I hate doing it, but that's how they're biting. I tell my guys, look, man, just throw. Put you a little bit of bow on that line. Throw. Let it go down and just wind it. Yeah. And I look over there, one's whining, but his tip's in there. I said, no, dude, point the rod straight at the lure. That's real. the way Trust them me. fish were biting gonna... me the other day. Same thing, keeping my rod tip down. And, and you know me, I don't like to twitch or jig to the side. I like coming up with my rod tip. And uh, right. they wanted that rod tip down, you know, straight across the water and uh, with a little little tip action, a little jig here and there. More of a, you know, kind of <laughs> like an old mirror lure pattern, you know. It's the same. That's exactly how they're eating, man. Exactly how they're eating. And you go to like jigging it, kind of grandpa down and put your ball up and kind of jig it. You don't get near as many bites. And you get more bites when they can't do that. Just look, turn it and burn it, man. Just throw it. That's it. Point it at the water and reel it. And they'll, they'll come. They'll come get it. Because at that time they're biting. 
you know, at that time they started biting. And my guy that was the slowest fisherman, he caught most of the fish in the morning. I don't know if I even caught any. I might have caught one or two. Right. Now we hit them. I said, look, dude, they're eating right now. Paul's over. Get on turn and burn, man. You know? Exactly. Grandpa Day's monster, it's over with. They're biting. Boy, and I. I'm the world's worst when it when it when it gets into that grandpa mode. I'm just oh man, I'd rather be root canal and I hate that kind of fishing. Oh, I get killed. I get killed. And a lot of times I got because I know I'll put a top order on. I said, I'm you know, you know me, man. I make them come get it. If they're gonna eat my lure, they're gonna have to work for it. I mean, I just well, that's uh, what I like too because that's what trout do. They eat. But hey, my grandpa game, he he did good. He caught a bunch of fish. He caught some fish he caught a big old nice flounder great guy great fish he had some old stuff i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It was pretty good. But right. then when the, when the show started, when, when the game when the game started, they were dying on me. Said, hey, come on, man. <laughs> get them. Turn that handle. Let's get it. <laughs> oh, you got to make hay oh, when well. it's time to make hay, buddy. All right, Let James. Well, hey, All keep right, plugging, man. It's uh, we'll get a we'll get an airdrop of some fish here pretty soon. They'll just show up out of nowhere. We just keep yeah. fishing. That's all you can do. We, keep fishing. And if we keep killing everything. We if we keep killing everything. We put our hands on. We're not going to. Well, that's true. Yes, that that's another. That's we a whole kill. topic that's another for a whole another show right there that we could spend hours on, and uh, yeah. nobody's going. And we probably I mean, and we and we probably should one day. Yeah, like the movie Natural Born Killers. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> hey, throw them out a number. Somebody wants to come down to G Town and hook up with you, man. All right, man. Four nine seven seven one seven three zero six. All right, All right Enjoy, Have buddy. a good I'll one. See you, brother. Yeah. All right, later. Bye. All right, that's Captain James Plog at Tiki Island. Now we're gonna jump the bridge and go over to the mainland, the Big Island of uh, Galveston. We're going to check in with old Sharky Marquez this morning. Michael, what's happening, buddy? What's up, stud? What's happening, man? Oh, buddy. I'm recovering uh, recovering from yesterday's offshore trip. Thinking about finding a, a good chiropractor. Bit there, brother? 
man, after eight days of being, you know, landlocked, not landlocked, of course, if we were, we were fishing inshore, but, you know, offshore right. locked. Finally, yesterday kind of slowed down enough for us to get out there. Man, it was pretty, it was, it was nicer than expected, um, but it was still rough. You know, it was still, it was still four footers out there all day, you know, and, uh, and it said that they were six seconds apart, but it felt like they were about two and a half seconds apart. Yeah. You know? I know how that goes. And, uh, man, we, I had the right crew for it, man. We just, uh, we just slow and steady wins the race. It took us about three hours to get out to a spot where it usually takes about two hours. And, uh, but man, I just kind of kept talking to myself and talking myself into it. You know, you're like 30 miles away and then you're 20 miles away and you're like, Oh man, I know they're there. We just got to get there. And, uh, man, thank God we persevered through cause all my buddies that stopped 10 miles inland from where we stopped, you know, in that 40 mile, 35 mile range, they didn't do nothing. You know, it was brutal for them. Oh. Um, so we ended up sending it. We were, you know, 55, 50, somewhere in there and ended up whacking a bunch of really big, nice, beautiful snapper. And, uh, you know, the water was completely different than what it has been you know the first couple weeks of snapper or first two weeks of snapper season um you know all your kingfish water and all that blue is pretty much gone um you know i mean it it's kind of cloudy and and sandy versus you know clear out there right and uh you know that's what you can expect with all this crazy wind right so yeah with the wind direction and the currents that we have out there it changes things Boom, it absolutely overnight. does so we had a good day you know we 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 popped a, ma a spanish mac and you know 10 giant snapper which was cool and ended up catching a few big sharks on accident but they were having fun with that and, and called it a day man but um but inshore you know anytime that it stops blowing 20 miles an hour the guys inshore just crushing fish those fish are so ready to come back in through our system you know they've been getting tossed and turned around out there so shoot yesterday was the first day it wasn't blowing 20 miles an hour in eight days and right man they whacked fish old cajun chris caught a tiger shark right there a big old tiger shark at the jet really real cool uh-huh yeah he sure did and then jj our, our newest guy who's been crushing it he caught a bunch of trout in the morning time and then Shane barreled through, all, <laughs> he barreled through with me offshore yesterday, buddy. We were having a good time. <laughs> but it's it's been, yeah, it's been good, man. We've been catching a lot of fish. Yeah. Just, uh, just having to work for them, you know, and just, just honestly, just having to persevere and work, work through it. And, you know, you lose all your consistency, man, when that wind is blowing like crazy. You just, uh, every day's a new day and you got to find the pockets and patches of decent water out there and, uh, fish till you find it. Exactly. That's, That's life it, of man. A fishing guide. <laughs> That's it. But Deal with they're the all elements. out. Yep. 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 I was supposed to be offshore today. I said, no, sir supposed to be a little bit nastier than yesterday i think old nailum naylor's still going because he's crazy um <laughs> well 
look who he's running with down there. <laughs> Them guys don't back down from nothing. Those guys are those guys are uh they're a class of their own, man. <laughs> Old Naylor, he's he's something. But you know what? If there was anybody on the planet that I'd have to be in a sketchy situation with or rough waters, you know, I yeah. would pick Jim, that's for sure. He'd be my I'm first pick. <laughs> Him or old Monty Carter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that's a fish land machine. He said, "Oh man, we 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 go anyway, and you know, about the only time we wouldn't go if there was a, a storm out there and it had a name on it, then we might think about it." But he said, "We're <laughs> yeah. going." <laughs> I like that. I know, man. He Gotta went have like a name on it. <laughs> he, he went like four or five days ago, and nobody went, man. And and uh, I seen a post on their page with a you know a nice nice bunch of snapper. I texted Jeff. I said, that wasn't from today, was it? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he went. I'm like, what the heck? I know. I need Crazy. to check my Facebook, you know, because I don't ever see. Maybe maybe Jeff unfriended me, so I don't I don't see that South Texas Salt you know, Salt Life Adventure no, or whatever he got it's it, called. He had to get a new Facebook. His old, his old Facebook got deleted. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well. that's what it was. It was kind of like maybe two or three months ago. But, yeah, anyway, they, they – he just got a new one, kind of like hey, can maybe you a month believe ago. all the hackers messing with everybody's Facebook accounts. I mean, seriously. I mean, every day, I'll scroll through there, I'll check it, and you know, just see if there's any updated pics and all that on there. Oh I don't yeah. Have anything for me? I've been hacked again. I'm going, geez. Dude, it is crazy. Every I time have to we change my password, you know, every month. Yeah, yeah, you gotta keep you gotta keep a freaking logbook to figure out what kind of password you got. Yeah, placed. and and with all the stuff I got going on, I got a composition book, and I mean it's it's full of old passwords crossed out with new ones for different sites. I have I, it's crazy <laughs> what you have to do to stay ahead of these, you know. I know it, man. Thieves. I know it. It's nuts. People, people don't want to work. Keyboard warriors. Easy, easy way out, man. I'm like, man, if you put all that effort into something else you'd be pretty good at it yeah golly gazillionaire yeah no joke <laughs> weird times we're living in i mean i don't i don't know how you young guys look at it but i'm old school and it just drives me crazy drives me well, nuts it drives us nuts too at least most of us we're just uh that's why i like to fish so much mickey i gotta get out on that water and de-stress buddy off of it exactly that's that's my escape. Without fishing, I'd be a lot more different person. I promise you that. I probably wouldn't be nearly be as a raven maniac. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Grass kills. Yep, it absolutely does. I got to get my medicine at least a couple times a week. Hey, really, the tug, seven days the tug week, is but... the drug, my friend. That's that's all the drugs I need is fishing drugs, <laughs> fishing hunting outdoors. That's my. I'm drug. with you. I'm with you, man. Well, that's, I'm with you, brother. It's all good. And uh, probably the biggest thing with a guide, you know, if you're going to do it your whole life, is uh, being able to keep a happy home, keep the wife happy. <laughs> that's exactly right. That is exactly right, man. It's She's got she's to love a working man. She that's has to is. love a working man. You know, I've, 
usually my wife misses me a lot in the summertime and then in the wintertime she can't wait for the summertime for me to get out of the house <laughs> oh and before we run out of time uh I saw a video video of you yesterday with a McDonald's cup with two shrimp in it and you're blowing air in there. I'm going, now what kind of redneckiness is this, man? So what is Sharky what is Sharky smoking all of a sudden? I started laughing, I'm going, What in the world? Man Blowing oxygen into a McDonald's clear cup with two shrimp in it to keep them alive. Now do that about every two minutes, folks. Now, every two minutes now, if you forget to blow into the daggum cup. With yeah, the your shrimp will get system. lethargic. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, we have a good time, Mickey. That's, that's, that's I know. about Hey, that's, that's, about that's the main reason promise. I'm on Facebook is for the funny stuff, man. That's yeah. Just, uh, that's, I can't believe people were commenting under there like, this guy's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> you, you don't blow oxygen. You blow carbon dioxide. I'm that's like, right. that's a joke, guys. Might as well be feeding them argon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Lord. All right, oh, buddy, I got to run, Sharky. If somebody wants to call oh, y'all dude. about coming down and fishing inshore or offshore, how do they get a hold of you, buddy? Man, come on with it, guys. Let's go make some memories. Hope everybody has an awesome weekend, man. Y'all are safe up there. Hop on our website. It's outcastfishingwithnogcharters.com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, availability, Right there on our website. We'd love to have you guys bring the family out, bring the corporate, corporate company, family, cousins, nephews. We we say, come on, man, let's just go make some memories, catch a bunch of fish, and hope everybody has an awesome, awesome weekend. You got it, brother. Sharky, right, have stud. a good one. Good talking to you, man. See ya. Thank you, brother. God bless right. you. All right, that's Sharky Marquez down in G Town. Time for our top of the hour break, national anthem. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.